And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, on this holiday episode of Before the Three Count. I am your host, the unnamed host, aka Papa Doc. Uh, I'll join alongside my, I want to say Papa Doc from Eight Mile, not uh, from Eighty. Uh, just to make correlation, but uh, joined also by my uh, co-host. The one, the only, G.A. West, a.k.a. today, the ghost of Christmas future. There you go, because we're not living in the past. Exactly. I'm living in the future, so the present is my past. And my present is a present. There you go. No pun intended. But yes, uh, today is Christmas Day. Um, Also, happy holidays to... uh, you know, to all those, because, you know, uh, we have many faiths and uh, beliefs in the world, so we all represent it. Uh, so, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. Yep. Happy, uh, I think Diwali was last month, but, you know, to those that celebrate that for last month, happy yeah, yeah. happy everything to everybody. For the whole... For, this, for the rest of us. Yep, for the whole 2022 going on to uh, 2023. Uh, so I guess this can be like a wrap up. We can do uh, this episode. We'll do this as a, as a wrap up of uh, the prior year. Uh, okay. Okay. So uh, actually, this is our first whole year, I believe, on um, before the three. Yes. I think we started somewhat halfway in twenty twenty one. One. Yes. So this is actually a full year. So uh, cheers to both of us. Uh, cheers to you, Mister Osiris. <clears throat> Cheers to you, Mr. No Name, and I'm going to break some news right here, live on the show. Let's do it. In 2023, beyond the three, I'm sorry, before the three count, is going to be be bigger and better than ever, and uh, going into 2023, we are going to have some social media. All right. I like it. So, yes. Yep. We are we are evolving just like the the promotion or uh, the Pokemon, I guess. But uh, <laughs> either or, yeah, either or. Well, but it's not uh, like the Pokemon because the promotion died. Yeah, that is true. Well, no, it didn't die. It just got absorbed uh, by the machine, aka WWE. WWE, aka Majin Buu. Exactly. Uh, which is a good segue going into uh, recap because. The WWE has seen its uh, peaks and valleys um, with uh, a many uh, releases in the promotion, uh, as well as brought back by a said release of the promotion, as well as the chairman of the promotion being released and potentially <laughs> uh, coming back as murmurs that he might be coming back as well. Um, yeah. yeah, this year 2022 for the WWE has been as one for the for the ages. I say. Yeah, I, I think 2022 for wrestling has been one for the ages. Yeah, AEW um, has yeah. some program. Uh, you mentioned to me uh, an impact uh, did as well in regards to one potential storyline that you got to hit me to um, with Eric Young. Basically. Yeah. So explain that to me. Yes. Um, so Impact Wrestling uh, had uh, a group called Violent by Design. Okay. Which a uh, great name. And uh, also, what's that? It was a stable attack team. Stable. Okay. Um, it was Eric Young, Joe Doring, 
Cody Diener, I believe. Uh, I think Rhino was in it at one point, but uh, I think he got kicked out. What's that? Rhino's still wrestling. Yeah, Rhino's still wrestling. Him and uh, Heath Slater are a tag team. I thought he was mayor in like Detroit or something like that, or, or, or some sort of office position. He might be, but he's also still wrestling. I don't know. Really? Okay. I know he's up there in age, too, you know, being an ECW. Would you consider him original or new? Oh, no question. He's okay. definitely an ECW original. Well, but then, but didn't he come in to like the later two thousand? Wouldn't you consider the originals like the nineties crew? Well, I, and so I guess here comes the uh, the debate because to me, ECW originals were anybody that worked under the Paul Heyman ECW. Well, that I feel was, like otherwise you're talking about the WWE ECW. Okay, yeah, but that was still Paul Heyman co-produced, right? Yes, but. I mean, really, it was Vince McMahon. Uh, because if Heyman was truly running it, CM Punk would have been their first champ. But technically, wasn't Vince somewhat funding even when it first started? That was like yes. the whole... So technically, it's always been Vince. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. It was me all along. Yeah, which is sort of, which is sort of crazy. I was always like a hush. It was, it was like murmurs on the internet, but it wasn't really like confirmed, confirmed. Yes. And I mean, the internet wasn't then what it is now. Correct. Correct. But so, yes, yeah. back to uh, Eric Young Stable. Yes, Eric Young Stable Violet by Design. Also, being announced live on the show right now, I'm putting it out there so nobody can steal this from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osiris will have some kind of group or stable next year, and it will be called the Alliance of Violence. Might even be a tag team. I don't know. But, okay. but there will be something where, where we use the name the Alliance of Violence. Okay. All right. So, so that's, does that mean Omega Black is gone for good? Um. Well, yeah. You know what? Well, you never say never in wrestling. Okay. But I'm gonna say ultimately Omega Black as Omega Black is probably gone for good. Okay. Um. But with that being said, <laughs> uh, the congregation, um, from what I understand, always has room for Osiris in it. Okay. Okay. And uh, for those that don't know, because Omega Black was the group of myself, Greg Jones, Brother Greatness, and Dashing D Thousand. Um, the congregation is Brother Greatness and Dashing D Thousand, and they have two other members whose names I don't know. And uh, wasn't Willie the many occasions? What's wasn't that? Willie, wasn't Willie the manager for you guys? <clears throat> no, uh, oh. Willie had nothing to do with Omega Black. Oh, I thought he was part of the crew, but all right, my bad. Oh no, all good, all good. Okay, all right. But back to Eric Young. Yes, so Eric Young and his group, (laughs) Violent by Design. Yeah. Such a good name. Uh, (laughs) They they, they had this group, and Eric Young, after, so this ties into all this wrestling, because, wow, talk about things that have never happened in wrestling before. Okay. Uh, So Triple H gets back in power in WWE. Yep. And... Apparently, you know, of course, Triple H doesn't directly reach out to Eric Young because that would be contract handling. Um, right. And that would be illegal. But, you know, maybe a friend of Triple H's who's also a friend of Eric Young's uh, might have said something to Eric Young like, hey, Triple H would be interested in you. Like, when's your contract? Okay. And Eric Young went to Impact and said, hey, Triple H is interested in me. Can I go? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and they said yes. Oh, okay. That's nice of them. Yes, very. And again, talk about things that don't happen in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, You know, so this has been a crazy year, but that also fast forward to things that don't happen in wrestling. They did a death angle. Oh, wow. 
and Eric Young was ultimately killed off from TNA Impact. Um, his group stabbed him to death. So I think it was just one member of the group that actually stabbed him. But but yeah, so he, you, was, you actually see the poking. Um, I don't know how graphic it is, but yeah, you see that he is stabbed. Oh okay. So and, it, uh, I only read about it. I didn't actually watch it. Oh okay. So but I was gonna say, does that basically state that he's no longer welcome back to TNA then? Because you can't bring a character back to life on some like unless you like the Undertaker type of thing. That's a good. Well, I I, I would have to think of it because Eric Young's older than I am. I'm pretty sure. Okay. <clears throat> um. So I mean, I'm sure it's one of those things where they're looking at it like he won't be back just because yep. of. In fact, now now I've got to look that up because I'm like, yeah, how old is Eric Young? Uh, but I am pretty sure that he is older than me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Canadian professional wrestler. But have I, yeah, I he's forty three. Forty three. Okay, but I, I feel like they have done death angles before in wrestling. Like Vince McMahon had the whole death angle, but that it happened at the same time doing that. Like the actual uh, Benoit tragedies. True. Um, I felt like other wrestlers might have done something like similar. <clears throat> well, we definitely know of the McMahon one. Outside of that, though, I don't know about death. Like, well, I guess Paul. Well, Paul Bearer was buried alive, but he didn't die. Right. Right. Um, oh, and same with yeah. Undertaker. Undertaker was buried alive too. Right. It wasn't Kane's backstory technically that he was dead or something like that. Uh, not that he was dead. Um, okay. They they thought he was dead. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, he had burned in the fire with the parents, with Undertaker's parents, and, and Paul Bearer like adopted the Undertaker. And, but little did we know that Kane was actually the one that started the fire, and like he did live through it, and then he came back to get you know revenge, and like then later on it turned out Paul Bearer had uh, also raised Kane, like. It was okay. all, all a crazy convoluted thing, if I recall. <laughs> so what do you think with the Eric Young angle that they involved with him, his character being killed off? Like, do you think that is not necessary in the entertainment world of wrestling? Um, you know, do you think that's over the line or you think, you know, you're all for it? Like, what, what's your view on it? Um, I don't mind it, especially, you know, as you and I are talking through it, because I didn't think about the, well, you can't come back from that. Yeah. But thinking about that and looking at that, he's 43, I'm like, he's not going to come back. Like, is, you know, if he signs with WWE, I'm sure it'll be a two or three year contract. Yeah, so, but if, if Vince doesn't, say Vince does come back, that the current, you know, Rossi is like, yeah, y'all got to go. Because there were, like you said, mur- um, well, uh, murmurs online that Triple H was unhappy with some of his return fees. Yes, yes. You and I discussed that offline. Exactly. So, like, you know, if Aaron Young does sign a two or three year contract, but then flames out within six months in, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I guess if that happens... I mean, and if his character, I mean, he obviously can maybe do AEW, but that sort of limits his choices. And I don't know if Impact maybe does. I guess, you know what? You could always, you know, do a thing where he comes back either like under a mask or something in a different gimmick. Yeah. Or, you know, he could explain that 
off camera like he, he was his last ounce of breath or whatever he like pulled himself to like a medical facility yeah i was gonna say um yeah what i guess when we watch it to see if the leave room of him like one of those cliffhangers that if he is actually dead or like there's still hope for yeah. like you know, survival yeah we'll have to find the clip yeah yeah exactly exactly but um yeah so in 2022 what did you think this year like you said in the, in the, the landscape of wrestling compared to other years what did you think of 2022 i mean i think this is the wildest year that wrestling has ever had at least from uh, behind the scenes and on and in front of the screen as well too. That's true. So like, we can go over some highlights. So obviously, since you mentioned backstage, obviously the CM Punk uh, drama captivated a lot of, uh, and it's still currently captivating a lot of fervor on you know the internet uh, between many theories. If it was a work, if it was a shoot, you know, if this, you know such and such, if this happened, if this that happened. So it, there was a lot happening behind this whole situation with a. Uh, CM yes. Punk Elite <clears throat> Yes Yes there was uh, What's that? As if for better Or for worse Right Which uh, I mean I think as far as Ratings and everything go For worse um, Well I mean They really have a sunken Cause I think they just Recently Didn't they sign like a new Television deal? Did they actually sign it? I, I feel like I know they were in the uh, what's the terminology in the market for one or okay. whatever. Okay, well, that might have been it, but like I, I didn't hear too much like like negative press in regards to them losing sponsorship. No, no, they haven't lost sponsorships or anything yeah. like that. Uh, just right. really viewership. Right. Yeah. But like you've stated many times in other episodes, the core fans are still there, though. Oh, for sure. That audience, they're not going to lose, and they cater to that. I I will lose more sleep on losing a audience first before any mainstream uh, people. You know what I mean? And I I feel you on that. Um, You know, because yeah, I'd rather have seven hundred thousand than three hundred thousand. Exactly. So I, I definitely get that. But I'm like, oh, but. But really, I would rather have that seven hundred thousand plus the three hundred thousand. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely, I, I would too. But it's like that old saying: you can't have your cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? In this case, though, they should have been able to. <laughs> they, they they should have been able to get everybody to get along. And True. Kept. True, but I mean, really, it seems like on all on all fronts, like all promotions really been able to hold their core audiences and not really gain a whole lot of new audiences as well you know into that same like even WWE I think probably just kept their the core audiences that they had throughout the pandemic and all that didn't really gain a whole lot of new viewership I won't disagree with that Uh, actually I will disagree with that because Smackdown Uh went from averaging like a, a one point something really low to like now they average like a 2.2 but I think that's also because then the main champ Roman only stays on that show that, that's fine but I'm just saying like clearly they, they grew the Smackdown audience right because the main stars on that one show though you know what I'm saying but but that's but I'm all I'm saying is they, they grew that audience though so. you said you know WWE hasn't grown I'm like well no they grew their Smackdown audience but that it wasn't all this whole year, though. What do you mean it wasn't all this whole year? Like they, 
reached that. I mean, they haven't. They've been. They. They're not long. They haven't been treated as a B show in a long time, though. They haven't. But the, I mean, <clears throat> they've grown their numbers from 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 2021 to 2022. That they have grown their audience by like a couple hundred thousand. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So that's where I say I'm like they have grown. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of arguments that could be made about, you know, what is that audience? what is that audience like is that audience the the part of the core group that had kind of left but you know kind of yeah yeah a lot goes in uh yeah it's a lot of uh variables right but but point being though they did grow the audience and i mean we have to give a lot of that credit of course to the to the head of the table yes yeah because like i said it'd be like the equivalent if if we were still in like the add to era and all we saw was only the rock awesome Stone Corner on SmackDown, and you know what I'm saying, and that was that was pretty much it, right, right. You know, um, but yeah, yeah, and I, I definitely agree. Um, so yes, uh, CM Punk was a big headline story uh, this year for 2022. Uh, also, a lot of releases were, I don't know if they were big stories in uh, like mainstream stories, but in the wrestling uh, forums and interwebs, it was big. Uh, a lot of people got released. Uh, contractual releases, um, and then uh, obviously got brought back later. Did, did that Me Too situation happen this year, or was that 2021? No, that was like 2020, I think. Okay, all right, all right. I yeah, felt yeah. like it was still uh, up to date, but there, yeah, there's always, I think, still tricklings of it and, and different things. Like, for example, uh, Marty Scroll, I feel like his name gets brought up a lot, and then it's okay. like, not, nah. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, and he's one that uh, a lot of people thought that everything would blow over with him. Yeah. Um, Especially because he was so in tight with the uh, young bucks and, you know, that those people. Yep. Um, So kind of crazy that uh, that. Yeah. Well, actually, not crazy that didn't blow over, especially here in the United States. um, Yeah. Where where our underage laws are very clear. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to. It's kind of a, like he didn't break any laws because of where he was, but he he did kind of a scummy thing. And yeah, so it's like yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, he was the only big name. Unfortunately, we saw another one who was on uh, TMZ. Unfortunately, uh, for one of his arrests, uh, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, that was uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was crazy to see, um, but you know, hopefully, you know, he get whatever uh, demons that he has in check, and you know, hopefully, on a positive route, you know, uh, going forward. I mean, yeah. he is somewhat uh, relatively young. I think he's what, like twenty-seven or something like that. Something like that, for sure. So, like in the wrestling world, you know, I mean, he can't go to the performance center age, but I mean, he's still not too, not too over, not too old to not, you know, still have a decent career. If he got everything, yeah, potentially his uh, affairs in order. Yeah, and that's a he's a you know, you know, regards to that arrest video, that that's really sad. You know, seeing that, it's like man, like like I said, I was like, wait, this is in the morning. Like, <laughs> if you're in that kind of condition, that's you know, that's that that's a major red flag. I, I said the same thing about Jeff Hardy. I'm like, wait a minute, like you got pulled over at 9 a.m. and like, blew well, was, that, yeah, was, was that this year too? Yeah, that was this year. Yeah, because he was supposed to come out with Matt at one of the pay-per-views, was it? 
Yes. All out something like that? Yes. Okay. Wow. But, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, that was this year. It was only, and it was only like a month after he made his debut where he did the the infamous dance in, we'll call it. <laughs> Matt's getting beat up in the ring. Jeff comes out and does the Jeff Hardy dance at the ring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and, and after that, you don't really have, has there been new reports of like how it is, if he's doing well, if everything is, you know, back on the good foot? Um, other than Matt just saying, like, you know, because, you know, fans ask Matt on Twitter all the time, and Matt said, like, yeah, Jeff's doing all the things he needs to do, like. Oh, that's good. I mean, yeah. you know, the man got a family, you know, wife and kids, so he, right. you know, you gotta take home, uh, take care of home first. Yes. You know? Definitely. And I, I think a lot of times wrestling fans forget, like, you know, these guys have real, real lives. Exactly. Exactly. And what, you know, if their kids are still somewhat young now, they what they'll learn later, if, you know, because everything stays on the internet, you know, who knows what that affects them, you know? Oh, for sure, for sure. There was always that one thing that, uh, I don't know if it was true that if he said it or not, but Triple H always made a remark that, like, about his daughters, you know, looking on Google, uh, you know, uh, about uh, rest, uh, about the his wrestling career, he always wanted to make sure he was on the up and up, so never know. Um... You know, but also, uh, I guess this is a, a negative wrestling section, but uh, also for 2022, uh, we had, uh, you know, Mandy uh, Rose uh, being released. Yes. Uh, 2022, uh, due to uh, her, would you call it a side hustle? Yeah, I call it a side hustle. That's a, uh, yeah. Released uh, her side hustle. And you, I guess, informed me about uh, like a morality clause, I guess, basically. If you're yes. um, wrestling with the WWE, yes. Uh, so WWE contracts, um, I mean, they they literally own you. Uh, that that's first and foremost, um, and they've got several ways in the contracts that they are allowed to release you. Um, <laughs> and, and this Mandy Rose one came up like under several of them. Um, so. It was, <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, one of those things first, you know, they, they own your name, image, and likeness. Okay. And so what that means is if they if you appear on anything, yep. they, they, they have full right to veto it, approve it, etc. Um, okay. nobody can use your name, image, or likeness without their permission. Okay. okay. Um, the, and so Mandy Rose, for those that don't know, she had set up a uh, adult um, content website. Um, yep. Not an OnlyFans. That's the one that's most people know of, but uh, it was something similar. I thought it was OnlyFans that got her in hot water. No, that's the the interesting thing. Um, oh. It's it's one of the lesser known ones uh, that she was using. Oh wow. Um, so yeah, um, but everyone knows of OnlyFans, so that's but but yeah, no, she was using a different platform. Okay, um, how to get out? Well, so um, it was known, and so here's where things get kind of murky. Yep, because uh, there are two stories going on, um, and they both kind of can work together. Um, okay, but because there's one story going on that WWE knew of the page. Um, okay, and because she was in an in NXT. Uh huh. Um, the, those contracts are slightly different, and WWE doesn't care as much about what you do. Okay. Um, 
so there's one thing going around saying they knew of the page and didn't care as much. However, uh, her stuff got more explicit, and then that's when they, they came down on it. Um, and one version of the story goes that they asked her to tone tone it down, and she didn't. Okay. Oh, okay. And the other version is that they didn't ask her to tone it down. They just uh, actually the the specific version is that uh, Matt Bloom, uh, who many may remember as A Train. Um, yep. I'm trying to remember what else he was. Lord Tenzai. Yep. And uh, I think he had some other gimmicks too. Prince Albert. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, many may remember as him that the the report goes that he saw the pictures. Uh, they got leaked on the internet, um, mm-hmm. and they were like some explicit ones of her and her. I don't know if it's her husband or her fiance, um, Tino <laughs> Sabatelli, uh, who was okay. uh, formerly uh, under NXT, uh, but was released. Uh, I want to say last year. Oh, okay. Um. And uh, so, yeah, the, there were pictures of her and him together in the shower. Okay. Um, and the rumor says that Matt Bloom saw those pictures, ran okay. over to Shawn Michaels with them, and was like, she just posted this, and Michaels was like, well, we've got to fire her and get the belt off her. That's crazy. Especially, yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, the, uh, the irony in all this, uh, A, uh, that Albert his name, Prince Albert, uh, <laughs> to find it, which the name is problematic. Then you pass the information on to Shawn Michaels, who had the most, done some problematic things uh, behind the scenes, uh, and they were the two uh, morality police that were able to get her out, out the job. I'm surprised they didn't give her, like, a warning. It was, you know, before it was an instant boot. You know well, what I mean? There are some rumors that they had asked her to tone down the content. Okay. And that she didn't. Okay. And if that's yeah. true, then definitely yeah. that's on her. Exactly. But um, um, but if they didn't give her warning first, it's kind of a yeah. tough one. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say, though, the difference, because, uh, you know, a lot of people online have commented about Shawn Michaels uh, posing for Playgirl, um, all the WWE divas in the 90s that did Playboy, um and all that and yep. the, the one thing i will say though um you know because i took some time actually to think about this and i was like well number one those things in the past that's in the past that was in the jerry springer 1990s like everything was wild back then <laughs> you know they still, they still have it on the the ad to air still on the peacock uh network that's true that's that's true including the jerry springer <laughs> too hot for tv episode of raw yeah, and ECW. ECW's even on that on the Peacock, and that's even more, uh, you know, mature. That's very true. That's very true. But I mean, I guess also on Peacock, you've got movies and, and things like that that are mature, right? Uh, so to speak. Um, so, so I don't know. But, but, yeah. and here's here's where I, but here's where I go to it next. So the pictures of her and her husband in the shower, which I have seen now. I'm okay. Like, it's. Uh, are they explicit? But, and that's why I'm like, you can get away with it in a rated R movie, like, okay. but like, eh, kids definitely shouldn't be seeing it. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but you know, like you saying it's one of these sites that it's not the you know commercial, not you know the commercial site. So like, how would even kids be able to go down that rabbit hole to find? I mean, I was able to go down that rabbit hole to find it. Yeah, but you're an adult. 
I am an adult, but like I'm no different than a kid with internet. No, but you, like you said, it's not one of the known sites, so it's, you already know that our sites like that. You know what I mean? But here's the thing: I didn't, I didn't pay the forty dollars to see it on, on her page. Okay, but the, I, I'm curious to know, like, once if, I heard there were pictures out, literally all I had to do was Google Mandy exactly. Rose naked. So say that we didn't know that she got fired for this reason. That means you the accessibility to, f- to find those photos wouldn't have been as easy then. Very true. I because I have no idea. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like how you know what I'm saying? And you, you ready for this crazy fact? Uh-huh. Uh over t- so from the time she got fired to two weeks later, yeah. she made five hundred grand yeah, on, so all the, did, on the site. All they did was shine more light on something they didn't want to have shown in the first place <laughs> that, that's just yeah that's not that's different <laughs> right you know what's done in the dark will come to light like <laughs> no for real for real yeah because that really I mean really just did her a big yeah big I mean yeah I mean her income might not be as continuous to, you know she'll probably get you know a lot of money for like a temporary time but you know it's not gonna be continuous so I guess in that aspect it's not the greatest, but for her, I will say it was worth it. Was that for her? It was worth it. Okay. okay. Because she's not a Becky Lynch or like a Charlotte. And actually, especially now, if the rumors are true about what they're saying about Sasha, uh huh. Because um, they're saying Sasha was asking for between one to one point five million a year. Okay. And WWE said she's not worth it. Oh, okay. And if that's true, yep. then I mean, Mandy Rose. You know, I, I'd I, I'd be willing to bet Mandy Rose probably makes two hundred grand a year at best. Yeah, so that well, yeah. But then you said if it's continuous two hundred grand for several years compared to if, all right, she, she made five hundred in this one spurt, but then how long is that? You know, is, is she gonna be making five hundred for the same amount of you know years that her contract would be? You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing: if she can even if she even makes two hundred grand a year doing this. Right. Then she she's she's doing better than her contract because she can do other things and she's not hurting her body. True, true. And if she, uh, you know, if she makes a million dollars off of this in just this year, like, yep. or you know, let's say over the course of the next month or two, yep, that would have taken her five years to do in WWE at least, and bumps on the body. Well, do you see her going to uh, AEW? I don't know. There's been a lot of uh, hubbub about that. Um, yeah. And the thing is, though, she she would have been available immediately. Um, when you're fired the way she was fired, there's no non-compete. Right, right, um, right. And because uh, there's a difference between being fired and being released. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, too, with you doing side business, I'm surprised the WWE can get... Uh, have that allowed, uh, you know, because you're technically a 1099 empl- you know, contractor. Like, yeah, but, but that's, you know, WWE. You're not, not an employee of the company. No, but there's, you know, that's been an argument about several things for years, right. like, you know, why guys can't have their Twitch stream and stuff like that. You're not allowed to get health insurance, you don't get any retirement packages. Right. Like, as a, so as a contractor, you like so that's why you I'm, should be able to. But you know, there, there's so many clauses in that contract, including the we haven't discussed it yet. But the morality clause, 
And yeah. yes, there is a morality clause in the WWE contract that basically states like you have to uphold yourself to their standard of morale. Yeah. Um, you know, that's and that's crazy. however they define it. Um, yeah. Serena Deeb, when she was let go, it was because she was she was drinking at a bar. She wasn't even drunk. She was drinking at a bar when she was part of the straight edge society gimmick. And that's why they fired her. And they said they they induced the morality clause. They were like, we have a certain level of morale. And if you're supposed to be straight edge, you can't be caught drinking. Yeah, but I didn't even know, like, did, did, did a fan catch her in a bar? Yeah, like the pictures got out, like, on the internet, you know? Like, and showed her drinking? Yeah. Like, for all she could say that was water. <laughs> or whatever, or, or, or soda. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like unless you went ahead, it's like, yeah, I was drinking booze. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if she was drinking from a bottle or, or what the situation was. Like, I don't, I don't remember, but but yeah, it was definitely she was caught drinking beer at a bar. Like, she wasn't even drunk; she was just having a beer, and they they had grounds to fire her. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. Rest wow. of the crazy world, man. Yeah, I mean, it's funny too how we talking about the morality clause. I, I was listening to an interview with uh, Kevin Nash on his uh, Click This uh, podcast, and they had a section about that. And he even mentioned that they tried to hit him with, uh, like, uh, to sign the contract. And he flat out said no. And, you know, he was like, yeah, this is because he's, you know, he stated that he, he was a, you know, contractual uh, contractor. They said, yeah, these are my, you know, not demands, but terms I like I will, you know, sign with. We can go from there. But he's like, yeah, I flat out said no to, you know, the morality. Cause they said they gave him like seventies, some odd pages of things he couldn't do. So crazy. Yeah. I was just like, wow. So yeah, and I mean, certain guys when you've got that kind of pull, you can yeah. do that. Uh, Randy Orton. Really, uh, same thing. Well, he's got. I, I don't know about the morality clause part. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Um, but I, I do know he has health insurance through WWE. Really? Yes. How is he able to finagle that? He's Randy Orton. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you need to go in with a, with, I don't know, like a lawyer at that point? Or like, yeah, it's just interesting that. Um, and I mean, he got... didn't start off with it. It was something he got much later. Oh, oh. oh okay. I thought. When he first started the business, he was like, "Yeah, I need health insurance." No, 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 no. He didn't start with that. It was uh, later in his career, and that's why I say, say, like Nash, you know, I'm sure that morality clause that was later in his career when he he had the pull to be like, no. I think it was saying when uh, him and when he did the program with uh, CM Punk. So, okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, but um, yeah. Uh, also, and uh, to move on more positive note in 2022. I don't know if it's positive or negative, but uh, Ric Flair had his last match, uh, retirement match. Uh, uh, let's not call it his last match. Let's call it his retirement match. Okay, his retirement He's already match. talking about coming back. Oh, all right. Well, his retirement match, uh, which which was a tag team with him, Jay Lethal, um, uh, uh, his son-in-law. Yes. I'm, I'm blanking on the son-in-law's name. Oh, uh, Conrad Thompson? No, no, uh, Mary Flint, Charlotte. Oh, Andrade. There you go. Him and Flair tagged up against uh, uh, Lethal and... Um, Jeff Jarrett. Yes, yes. J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R 
Need greatest uh, grifter, I would say, in the business to able to finagle his so many promotions and you know being on like top billing shows <laughs> for, for mean, being for being a lifelong mikata. <laughs> lifelong mikata. Wow. I mean, well, I mean, do you not agree? I, I mean, I think Jeff Jarrett's really good. But if he's is he a mikata or is, is he uh you know? So, I I loved WCW Jeff Jarrett and felt like he he made sense as the champion when he was. <laughs> uh, with that being said, I would consider him an upper tier mid Carter, lower tier upper Carter. Okay, well, who, so what's a what's a lower tier upper Carter? Would that be considered a mid Carter? <laughs> <laughs> But he's like, that's why I'm like, he's like right on the border. He's like at the top of the mid card, bottom of the upper card. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I didn't see the match. Um, I heard various reports of, uh, uh, it, was, it sounded like it was highs and lows. Um, you saw the match. Yeah. Um, what, what, did, what did you think? Um, I mean, everything's about expectation, you know? And now, were you going into the match seeing it as a fan, or were you seeing it as, like, a train wreck might happen? Um, I was expecting a little bit of a train wreck. Because I'm <laughs> like, you know, Flair's really old. Jarrett's kind of old. So did the little part of you think that you might have seen a, a dead body that, that match? There was definitely concern of it. Because uh, <laughs> Flair's really old. <laughs> and, you know, he's got his history of health issues. Yeah, the, uh, alleged, apparently he said he passed out twice in the match. Is that true? Yeah, I mean that's what he says, and I mean I can't. Did it look like that he like wasn't all there? I mean, so here's the thing: there, the camera work for this show is horrible. Really? Like, in general, yeah. So it had worse cut uh, edits than uh, Kevin Dunn. Yes. So on his like quadruple edits to move. Exactly. And uh, so they missed a lot of stuff. So, I mean, there'd be a lot of times where you just don't see people. So, oh, right. Flair could have been passed out, like, and you just don't see him, you know? Random shots of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, like, or just be like, or like of action that, like, doesn't, like, like, like one thing I've got to give WWE a lot of credit for. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, they're great at capturing, like, action as it happens. Okay. And, like... You know, especially like tag team stuff where it's like, oh, guy from out of nowhere and blah, blah, blah. They capture the move. You don't miss it. Uh, okay. Like you're like, um, on this show, again, especially in tag matches, like they weren't sure where they need to focus. It's like, oh, like we'll focus on like, you know, Jarrett choking out Flair in the corner here and not see Andrade give, you know, Jay Lethal a Canadian destroyer. Like <laughs> Hysterical. So, all right, uh, other than the horrendous uh, camera uh, shot, was the match on a high frequent not frequency but high was it an intense match was it a technical match was it a slob knocker like from what you could the more i would say from what i remember of it uh more slob knocker than intensity technical um you know okay. it was a it was a fight uh, you know and the the storyline called for a fight and, and the guy with flair's age you know that's what that's going to be the best situation for him is to be in a fight um <laughs> So, you know, so based on all that, like, and I thought for what it was meant to be and everything, I'm like, considering who's in it and you got to consider limitations. I'm like, I thought it was a good match. Okay. And now so, we're saying he might want to do another one. Right. And I was going to ask, did, 
they look like he has some 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 still left in his tank to do another match. Not really. Okay. But okay. you know, you know, maybe he's in better shape now than he was then. Well, as I say, when I saw the training clips of him and Lethal doing their their thing, it looked like he, you know, he had his his, his timing was almost what it once was. So I was curious if if it was even sharper once the match actually started, you know, happened. Yeah, this, I think this was a case of, and I forget what Flair said because Flair said himself, I think that he, he, you know, he did something wrong going into this. I don't remember what. Really? Um, yeah, like it, like did he not eat or like. I forget what it was Flair said that, like, he was like, oh, like, I would have done this differently. So did the training clips, did it look like he was sharper than what he actually produced on screen? Yes. Real? Oh, that's unfortunate. <clears throat> and that's one of those things, like I said, Flair said, and I forget what it was now, so I apologize for that. But, but yeah, he said something was off that day anyways. Okay. But also, I think, too, and I, I know this from my own experience, like, it's a lot easier in a room with no people to, to wrestle than it is, you know, in a room full of people. Now you got nerves, like as far as your energy levels go. Yeah, but he's been doing this since longer than we have been alive. So I don't know if he had nerves. You I'm know sure what I mean? He had nerves. Because it's been so long since he's done it and there's so much expectation because he's Ric Flair. I guess so. I, maybe. Um, all right. Well, hopefully, I, I don't know. Hopefully, like, do you think he should hang up his boots now? I do. Um, okay. If he doesn't, I'm not going to fault him. Okay. I get it. Uh, okay. But but yeah, I do think it's you know his his best has passed and like you know there, there I think there was a time where with Ric Flair you could say yeah like he's not as good as he once was, but yep. once he can be good as he was anytime. Yep. That that has now passed as well. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, also uh, moving on um, to some more good, positive highlights. Uh, new up and coming, up and coming young crop of uh, wrestlers have uh, now turned out in 2022, uh, especially with uh, NXT uh, going from black and gold to 2.0. So now we have new, fresh face faces. Uh, the performance center is now churning out our wrestlers like you know uh, assembly line. Um, <laughs> right. for so, yeah, I mean, for the most part, on a percentage wise, I think it's um, I give it like 70 30 as far as good to bad. I um, think okay, and I mean, you watch NXT, I haven't watched NXT in a long time, so <laughs> right. And I was gonna say, we also had the uh elimination of uh NXT UK, so a lot of those guys came over to uh WWE, uh, notable names, uh. Walter, who later became Gunther. Uh, you got Ethereum. You got uh, Tyler Bates now. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, any other guys that came with the UK package. Oh, um, home, home, uh, homeboy from um, uh, with the Brutes. Um, oh, Pete Dunne. Right. Now, uh, Butch. Butch, yes. Uh, you know, so uh, yeah, a, a lot of new faces. Uh, not no, no, no longer the the you know the, the old best we're used to, you know. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. And uh, and yeah, and I mean we're ba- baby Steiner. He's yep. definitely you know the breakout. Oh, breakout. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would say him. Your, your man Carmelo. All right. Dude. All right. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes. Um. 
uh, yeah, just a whole new cast of characters. Uh, you know, Creed Brothers. Um, uh, Wilson, uh, uh, Grayson Wall- Weller. Wilson. Grayson Waller. Waller. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it seems like 2022 now. We're getting new, finally new faces. You know, once where it was a little stagnant. I feel you. I feel you. That's on WWE side things. What's it on AEW? We get new faces. Um, hmm. yeah, I'll think about that. I, I feel like. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I'll take that as a no. Well, it's funny. I'm like, yeah, there are a bunch of new faces in AEW, but so what AEW does, um, they'll like sign people, put them on TV for like two, three weeks, and then take them off TV, and like they put them on dark. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I'm like, oh, like my main man, Mike Bennett, you know, my tag partner in my first ever match. He's an um, AEW. He, he, yeah, he, he signed to AEW. Hysterical. I didn't know that. Right? <laughs> like, exactly. Um, him and Matt Taven and Maria, all three of them are there. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. They, they haven't done anything. <laughs> um, they were on the Ring of Honor pre show. Yep. Uh, they've done and they've done some episodes of Dark and like they were on like one episode of Rampage. And that was it? Yeah. So it's, it's weird. Like, and that's what happened with Jay Lethal at first. Now Jay Lethal's doing a lot. But when they first signed him, he came on, like job to Orange Cassidy, and then like was on Dark for three months. I mean, I wouldn't say job to OC. I mean, it's not like OC is like a you know Brooklyn Brawler's status. He should you know, be. Hysterical. Um, <laughs> but, uh, do you think the, the flare match helped him? Helped Lethal? Yeah. Yeah, because um, I think it was after that that he got signed. No, I thought he was signed before then. Just, was he I signed thought, before it? Yeah, that, that, he just wasn't being booked properly. You might be right on that. Um, right on that. So then, I guess either way, you'd have to say the flare match helped him because yeah. he's been on TV since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, well, uh, hopefully AEW will get new crop of characters, uh, you know, because it's always good to see new fa- new fresh faces, new storylines. Um, sure. Speaking of AEW, uh, we did also, they lost one of their big dogs uh, in the promotion, and the WWE picked up uh, Mr. Rhodes, Cody, that is. Yes, one of the founding fathers. The American Nightmare. Right. Who should, maybe, possibly, if I have... If I was a betting man, might be gracing his presence for 2023's infamous Royal Rumble. That's what all the uh, rumor and innuendo is telling us. Yep. But, uh, you know, he did get injured very quickly into his return. But it seemed like before then, he had a lot of steam um, behind him to, you know, do do some things. Yes, yes. And did you like the, pa- the packages that they had to bring him into the promotion? Um, well, I mean, the whole surprise thing. Yep. With him and Rollins. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I I was a firm believer that Cody leaving AEW was a work. Um, okay. So <laughs> to actually see him live at WrestleMania uh, come out and, and to his theme song, um, you know, that was a really cool moment. Um, and to have, and, and it's funny, they only gave him the entrance that we yep. Um, they gave him oh, the, wow. the American Nightmare entrance for, for WrestleMania and yep. for the Raw after. Yep. He hasn't had it since. And are you disappointed he left AEW or would you prefer him to be in WWE? 
Um, I'm not disappointed. Like, I understand why he left, uh, you know, on several levels. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, uh, I, it's funny. I was about to bash the Bucks. Um, the EVPs? What's that? The EVPs? Yeah, the EVPs. Um, And and Kenny Omega. You know, I was about to bash them and say, oh, like, they're difficult to work with. Yeah. But here's the thing. that That's what the internet is saying. What one of my rules in life, like, you know, you you judge people based on how they are around you. You know, now if you know someone close to them and that or someone close to you that knows them, and that person's like, ah, oh, this, this, and that, then maybe listen to that person. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, you can just go off of how, how you've been. And here's the thing, I've met the Bucks on a couple of occasions. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one of which was uh backstage at a show uh for Dragon Gate USA. Yeah. Um, and the Bucks offered me a White Castle cheeseburger. They were very nice to me. I was just a dark match guy. Yeah. Um, and you know, they didn't even have to talk to me and they were they were super cool with me. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not going to bash the Bucks in this situation. Uh, instead I'll just say, um, you know, if, if Cody if what Cody says is true that you always wanted to win the WWE title because his dad is the title <laughs> his dad didn't get. Yeah. I understand that as well. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 That was uh, one of the big highlight uh, stories of 2022. Yes. As well as what we touched on earlier this morning, uh, earliest episode, uh, was the whole Vincent Kennedy McMahon exile and possibly uh, return. (laughs) What did you think of that that whole thing? Craziness, man. that's like some royal family type stuff that's going on over there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, well, well, here's the, I guess here's the thing. Because um, Vince is saying that uh, he feels like he got some bad advice and that, um, you know, he, he shouldn't have stepped down and that, you know, he might come back. Yep. And uh, which, I mean, technically he has full right to do as 80% shareholder. <laughs> uh, which is kind of crazy but uh, so yeah with that being said um, I mean Vince technically didn't do anything wrong like they, you know that's what the investigation came out I think and said like it was all his own money like yeah. had nothing so I mean in that regards yeah, I get where he's coming from <laughs> but, but it goes back it goes back to other uh, other topic with the whole morality clause it's still crazy that you fire your employee for set side business, but your head your chairman is like doing just as morality wise bad <laughs> you know as far as adultery and all sorts of other stuff you know what I mean yes yes um, and that's where yeah I mean there's a lot of red tape there and if you bring this back how yeah. do you yeah how do you talk about your morality clause <laughs> all that sort of stuff yeah yeah. Um, now, every uh, everybody has been pretty much, you know, giving Triple H a thumbs up uh, in regards to uh, him taking over the reins. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> as far as, you know, everything go. What, what did you think of uh, Paul Levesque's uh, job? Yeah, um, and I'm going to start off by saying I am straight up biased. Um, I'm a big Triple H guy, always have been. Because he's a Walter? And uh, even, I I went to Walter because of Triple H. 
Okay. Uh, you know, I was like, yeah, that's where the game went. That's where I want to go. Yep. Um, you know, ever since he cut that promo on JR, he's like, I live, eat, sleep, breathe this business. Yep. Um, you know, you talk about studying the game. I am the game. Yep. Um, I've been a Triple H guy. Um, yep. But, uh, but yeah, and especially when he had that My Time theme song and but with all that being said, biases aside, I feel like he's done a good job. I like the people that he's brought back for the most part. Um, and yeah, I definitely think a major change from what Vince was doing. Um, you know, it's more wrestling focused now, so I'm a big fan of that. Um, yeah, that's that's what I would say about Triple H so far. Um, you know, we'll see what he does with a full year under his belt. Well, I was gonna say, should we even like be even be satisfied if he does well for the next five years? Like Vince has been doing this since you know we've been babies, basically. So like that's a long time to you know have your peaks and valleys and mistakes and success stories, and then you know Triple H comes in and is like everybody's giving him a pat on the back like instantly should we be giving him this this you know acclaim this you know what I'm saying I know exactly what you're saying and you're making a great point um, you know maybe yeah maybe it is a little early um, we've definitely got to give him credit though like for for the positives true but he's also been using a template you know what I'm saying this is Vince's baby basically true but Triple H is changing it up Right, right, but it's like, it's almost like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, he's not doing stuff from scratch. Vince didn't do stuff from scratch either, though. Well, I mean, I mean his father, I mean, all right, he took his father's roster, but that was pretty much it, right? I mean, he took the whole company, and I mean, he, he pretty much redid the roster. <laughs> right, but but the company wasn't like, it wasn't entertain. it wasn't, you know, show business. It was just wrestling, no different than... NWA, Smoky Mountain, all the other territories, you know what I mean? It was a little bit more show business in those places, but yes, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it was It was no different than like any, you know, like Indie League, except well, it had... It was a lot different. They were running Madison Square Garden. <laughs> imagine that, but then you put like Hollywood cameras and writers and, 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 and storylines on that. That's a totally different, you know, monster. <laughs> and I mean, Vince has had, he's had his ups and his downs. He's had his ups and his downs. And so, yeah, I mean, if we're really going to compare, we've got to give Triple H a lot more time. Yeah, like I said, at least like 20 years before we just be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Job well done or, you know, you should have stopped, but you should have, you know what I mean? Right, right. And if Triple H is smart, he's probably going to be there for like 10 years. Well, what's he right now? What's that? Yeah, he's got to be like mid-50s, I feel. Okay. And Vince is what, mid seventies? Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll give Triple H. So yeah, fifteen to twenty years to so be in the seventies by then. Yeah, that'd be fine. But I'd say he should just do ten. Do ten. Make as many millions as you can during that ten, and then get out and like die the hero. Because otherwise, right. you live long enough to become the villain. True, but I doubt he's not doing it for the money. I think he's pretty much well secure for the. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so don't do it for the money. You know, don't get no, your don't money do it for the money, but make money while you're there. Like, think about your kids and your future and your legacy and all that. Like, yeah, but I think also like his kids. I think it'll be fine for the next several generations too. Don't forget, I mean, that's, 
that's, that that depends on what Vince feels. I don't know. <laughs> I definitely got a nice bag, in, you know, in her account, but I hear what you're saying. <laughs> like, yeah, like Vince might be like, ah, oh, these bratty little kids, they get all that. <laughs> now, do you, do you want Vince to return? Christy Heavy might have Vince's whole... <laughs> What'd you say? Christy Heavy might have Vince's whole uh, retirement funds. I don't know. I don't even know who that is, but... Um... You don't know who Christy Heavy is? Nah. Former WWE Diva Search contest winner. What years we're talking about? Are we talking about like the Tori Wilson Diva days, or we talking about like uh, Lita? We talking about like Sable? What what time frame? We're talking like 2010 era, roughly, maybe a little earlier than that, but somewhere in that ballpark. Like Alicia Fox. um... Yeah, like that kind of time period. I feel like. Okay. Somewhere around there, um, and she would later oh. on, she would leave WWE and go to TNA and be a ring Wait, announcer. Wait, she was uh, with uh, Johnny uh, Nitro, right? No, that was um, uh, who was that? Well, Melina. Uh, yeah. She hooked up with Batista, got Johnny Nitro fired, um, and then she <laughs> left there and's been doing indies since. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Um... Crazy. Um, <laughs> to put a bet on the Vince storyline, uh, what I thought was odd that happened in 2022, that while Vince was still chairman of the board, he uh, fired his own son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poor uh, Shane. Did you ever see that rumble where he, I guess he put himself over? Well, he didn't put himself over, but like... You know, he didn't win, but yeah, he. I mean, he he looked strong up until he, <laughs> he was in the final four. He's giving punches left and right to everybody. Like, did he come in late though? Like number of participants, like twenty eight, or was he like from like the get go? He was like probably nineteen twenty somewhere in that ballpark. Right. And he and got you... tired by like two more competitors later. <laughs> were you was saying, like his face was all red? Like, all right, he's breathing heavy. Yeah. Were you a fan of his uh, underground thing? <clears throat> I liked the concept. That, that introduced um, o- almost, correct? Yes, it did. He was the uh, bouncer. Yeah, so there was a shining light. And he's another New Jack face that um, has somewhat been able to done decent for a big man. Uh, I, well, he, uh, he had the 47 star match with Braun. <laughs> he did and have the 47 star match with Braun. Yeah, that 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 birthed the no flippy movement. <laughs> Very true. So, and he did well with AJ. Uh, oh, him and AJ, I, I love those two together. Yeah, because uh, almost just got to be the power guy, and that's what he should yeah. be. Exactly. Um, it, was almost, it was almost like um, Diesel and Shawn Michaels. Kind of in some ways. Then they have the you know the personality of Diesel and Shawn Michaels. Right, right. That's the. <laughs> It's the Diet Cola version. <laughs> Basically. Um, but yeah, yeah, back to the underground with Shane. Do you think it, it should have lasted longer or? Um, I feel like it ran its time properly. It ran its time. How many episodes did it do of it? Uh, I feel like just a few months. Um, okay. okay. I, I think because of where it was going, I'm like, yeah, they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, what was the... Differently, it could have lasted longer. What was the the end game? Or like, what were they trying to accomplish with it? That, I don't know, and I don't think they. Do. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, and that's the problem. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, if they run it differently, I think it could have lasted longer. 
Okay. Yeah, with the whole fake shoe fighting underground strippers and all that type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, they, I, I don't know. They, maybe they're trying to do like a la Lucha Underground, but uh, yeah, it was so strange. Um, yeah, like as we're talking about it now, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I would have used that to get get people over, like yep. you know, and then bring them up on the the main show. And you're like, man, this guy came from you know Raw Underground, and we know how tough he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, as we mentioned before, there were a lot of releases and returns. So with the returns. Your your man, Karrion Cross, uh yes. was one of the, uh release returnees with Scarlet. With his uh uh wife of this valet, Scarlet. His wife, yeah, his wife. wife they got married in Alaska on like a ice uh mountain or whatever. That's crazy. Right? Uh, <laughs> so when you uh think of um uh Cross's return, as um, well as Braun Strowman, as we mentioned uh, earlier. Yes, so uh, Cross, who I'm a big fan of, uh, yep. definitely glad they brought him back. Uh, I'm curious to see what he does going forward. Uh, he had his feud with Drew McIntyre. That was okay. Um, okay. Now he's starting a feud with Rey Mysterio. Um, so I'm very curious to see how that goes. I think that's going to be much better because Cross works best with small guys. Really? Yes. Um, okay. Because he looks bigger with small guys, his his style works better with small guys. What that's is really style? how he got over like before? What what is the style? Um, dominant, like strong style. Okay, okay. And like, yeah, it just doesn't work the same with guys that are as big or bigger than him. Okay. Um, unless you get him over first with those small guys, and then you okay. can be like, well, we've already seen how like crazy he is. Okay. All right. Uh, and what about Braun's return? What you what have you thought so far? Actually, I've been surprised with Braun's return uh, at how well he's doing. Okay. All right. All right. Good, good, his, good. His 47 star match with almost like yeah. I was shocked at how good that match was. And did you agree with his uh, flippity uh, call, uh, Twitter, his tweet? No. Um, I didn't agree with it because I'm like, okay. you know, that, that match was really good, but. Right. I mean, Braun, Braun, unfortunately, like, doesn't always know what he's talking about. <laughs> and, well, uh, he, did, he, did, he did kick up a lot of, you know, fervor with uh, folks on Twitter about that. A lot of guys in the business. Yes. No, he did. He did. And uh, uh, he even made a comment uh, on a promo that they had together. Yes. Yes, he did. Which, uh, you know, again, kudos to Triple H taking real life, you know, stuff, bringing it into the show. Do you dig that? I do. I think that's cool. Okay. All right. Um, Especially when it's done uh, like that, you know, like just a little subtle thing, like those that know, know, and those that don't, it's not going to impact them. Now you know. Exactly. Speaking Um, of returns, and now you know. Yep. Hit row. Yes. Well, no, not everybody returned, because we have one that's in the AEW. Yes. uh, Shane Strickland. Swerve. Yep. Who, uh, unfortunately for Hit Row, because he was the wrestler of the group. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you tell me Top Dollar is not the wrestler of the group? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Who is no, no. the wrestler of the group of the current incarnation? Uh, I don't think they have one. <laughs> That's terrible. That's uh, uh, were you a fan originally of Hit Row? When it was the four of them, yes. Okay. Not the trio? Uh, but not the trio. Okay, all right. 
Another another return was uh, the son of Louisiana, Mr. Wyatt. Yes. Or the, the AKA the Fiend. Why well, now? I think he's dropped that gimmick. I want to say potentially um, unclear. Yeah, but what do you think of his return <coughs> so far? Um, I have no idea what he's talking about, but I believe every <laughs> word that he's saying. Oh man, too funny, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm very curious okay. where this goes. Okay. Um, the whole Uncle Howdy thing and all that. Um, you know, so far it's just been a lot of promos with like some, you know, ramblings. Um, <laughs> and he's got a feud going with L.A. Knight. Wow. Um, wasn't he wasn't released or returned, but he he was the only one to have a name change. Uh, yes. in, in the same promotion. Right. Now, I've never seen that before. Now that I think about it, like it had one name and it went back to another name. Um, I mean, I, we've kind of seen it, but not like blatantly. Maybe we're like X Pac, I guess. Because when he came in the WWF with DX, wasn't he still six or was he still X? Was he X Pac? No, he came back as X Pac. So he was oh, one, two, yeah. three kid, and then he he went to WCW and he was six, and then he right. came back as X Pac. Oh, okay, okay, all right, never mind. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I'm like Smash from Demolition later on becoming a Repo Man. Would that count? <laughs> yeah, but that was it was a different gimmick. La Knight and um, what was the other name he had? Mm, something. What was Maximum Ma- Max Max Dupree? Right, it was the same character, just different name. <laughs> I mean, kind of different characters because Max Dupree was the model guy. I, I'm kind of confused. In fact, what he, I think he was a model agent. Yes. Um, so kind of different. So what's LA Knight's personality then? Like he's, person- he's, he's not a model agent. I know that. But what is he? He's LA Knight. Yeah. Well, I guess the other wrestler we can say is uh, Elias and uh, Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's another one. We uh, now have uh, the only uh, sibling. Uh, you know, tag team wrestlers that look alike. Uh, in the I guess in, in the promotion. Um, but yes, but no, but um, yes, but LA Knight. Uh, but uh, he now Ezekiel's now Elias again. Right. So now we can walk with him. Yes. Because what does <laughs> WWE stand for? Walk. Walk Elias. Um, oh, um, Bronson Reed has returned. Yes, to no reaction at all. <laughs> Which is a shame. Your TV volume wasn't up. Nah, I had the volume way up. And here's what I'm going to say on it. Because uh, I don't think this is Bronson Reed's fault. Yes. I wouldn't have debuted him in Iowa. Oh, Iowa's not a wrestling um, state? Like, I feel like they're not going to be like the internet wrestling fans, you know? Okay. I, I would have debuted Bronson Reed in Philly or New York, Boston. Okay. Okay. Somewhere like that. Because okay. that crowd's going to pop huge for Bronson Reed, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so those are returnees. Uh, the ones that did leave uh, was uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks. Big name. Yes. Big name. Uh, so they're now floating in the wrestling verse as far as where the, they might. Well, Sasha's gonna be at Wrestle Kingdom next month, is it? January fourth. Um, yep. <clears throat> and the, yeah, that's what all the rumors and innuendo say. Uh, and the rumor is she's already there in Japan right now. 
Okay, okay. And Naomi's just holding down uh, Jimmy for the time being? Apparently. Uh, okay. The rumor is that WWE has gone to Naomi and said, don't wait for Sasha. Like, so either you are you want to come back to us or you don't. Okay, okay. All right. I mean, fair, fair point. You know what I'm saying? Don't linger us on, you know. Yeah. Hold us hostage <laughs> to, to what you got to do. You know what I mean? No, for um, sure. But uh, yeah, so I guess uh, segue uh, for one of the highlights of 2022 is the whole Bloodline storyline. Yes, uh, which I mean, that's been a highlight of 2020, 2021, 2022. But now it's in maximum overdrive with the inclusion of uh, Honoré Oos, Sammy Kane. Yes. Like, who saw that, you know? Sammy Uso. Yeah, feeling really, real oozy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they yeah, serial Usios. Yeah, and man, Roman Reigns is like, whew. he is the head of the table. Stratosphere of this, this promos and look, believability. Like, if they were check check marks, he's hitting all of them. No question. I, I like, mean, <clears throat> here is the best example I can give of that. Uh, yep. they, they were all doing a promo in the ring, and Sammy and um, Jay are going back and forth. This is before like things got cool between them. Yeah, and, and Sammy's like the tribal chief wouldn't like that, and Jay was like, "I don't give a damn what the tribal chief thinks." Yep, and Roman just like poked his head up, <laughs> and, and the crowd went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's, that's all it took. It's 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 amazing to see when wrestlers can have fans in the palm of their hands. Like yeah. obviously, The Rock, Roman, Hogan, Stone Cold. Uh, oh, this is a nice segue. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know if you saw or heard the um, <laughs> what's going to be the main event of the last SmackDown of 2022. What's that? Tag match. Roman Reigns and Sami Uso. Yep. Against Kevin Owens and John Cena. Oh, so Cena's back. Yes. Oh, wow. So he's now he's a part-timer? Um. I, I don't know. I mean, he's at least going to be in this match. Um, apparently, um, and I don't know how true this is, but I think it would make sense. Yep. Um, John Cena has wrestled uh, on SmackDown every year for since 2002. Really? Um, and this was going to be the first year he didn't wrestle on SmackDown. Um, so 20 so, years? Yeah. Wow. So he, he's getting it in uh, on the last date. So All right, that could be a, that could be a cool. I'm be curious to know what his ring rust is, though. Same. I you wonder know? that myself. I'm like, I mean, he's a guy that's always going to be in good shape. That's just who he is as a person, right? But like, yeah, what's he going to be like as far as getting in the ring and doing moves, taking moves, like? Yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned Kevin Owens in there uh, with this whole program that he's now inserted with the whole bloodline Sammy thing, do you feel like he should be in this storyline or somebody else? I think Owens makes sense because of the whole tie-in with Sammy. True. True, true. I, I don't know. Maybe I just not I haven't warmed up to Kevin Owens where I can be like, yeah, I want to see him. Like, I want to... You know what I'm saying? Like, when I want to see SmackDown, I want to see bloodline, you know, like, promos or matches or, or whatever, you know, scenes, like, or, or any other, rest, you know, other wrestlers... Kevin Owens is not really one of the people I turn for wrestling to see, like, ooh, what, what they're going to do next. You know I what I mean? Feel you. And same. 
saying? Yeah. Um, but I'm like, for the purpose of the storyline and like his relationship yeah. with Sammy, yeah, it, it all makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, and like, uh, you know, like even little promos they did were like, uh, I think it was on last week's SmackDown where Sammy was like talking to Roman directly. And, yeah. you know, Roman's like, you got to do something about Kevin, like, blah, blah, blah. And Sammy's like, look, I'll talk to him. He's my friend. And Roman looked at him like, what? Like, he's your friend, you know? <laughs> and then Sammy's yeah. like, I mean, he was my friend, like, you know. Roman's definitely uh, knocked down the nuances of subtlety. with he has. With gestures and, which goes a long way. Like, if you look at, like, wrestlers that succeed and do the, the, the little things that you, you think, they're easy to like captivate, you know, your audience. Yes, no, agreed. I remember watching the match. Uh, it was a Bret Hart match. I forget who he faced, but it was during like towards the end of, or maybe mid match, where like he was exhausted, and you could see like the exhaustion, like his face is all red. He got like spit crust around his lips, his hands <laughs> off. Like, I could just watch him. I'm like, yeah, he went through like the, you know, gone through a lot during this whole match. And it just, I don't know, it's just like subtle things like that. I, I, I noticed, I was like, yeah, it makes things, it makes the work, wrestling look less like a work. Agreed. Which I like which the, the scheme of it all. You know what I mean? Yes. Like when you see guys, like when they do the the, the, the topa or whatever, like the outside the ring, you see like five guys huddle in like a, like a pool of wrestlers to wait to catch this one wrestler instead of right. moving. I'm just like, this doesn't, it makes wrestling look like less of a work. Uh, more, of a work. more of a work, yeah. No, I agree. Like, little little nuances. <clears throat> Agreed wholeheartedly. You know, and like you said, Roman has it in his, you know, his gestures, his... Sometimes he doesn't have to say anything. Right. Not, most of the time, he doesn't even have to say anything. That's the thing. He's still kind of a quiet guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, same Taker had the same thing, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Uh, until he, I think after his whole um, Ministry of Darkness and he became the whole American biker gimmick, I was like, yeah, it's pretty much a wrap at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think like Brock got it. Brock doesn't have it. Scott Steiner definitely had it as like a crazy man. Uh, <laughs> sure. Like I, I, I believe that he was off the hinges. Right. <laughs> um, especially, did you ever see that promo, Steiner Math? Of course. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Kurt Angle knows that the average man would have thirty-three percent chance of winning this match. But I think in the end, it actually made sense. Like the yeah. calculations, like added up. I think. I think so. Like, which is the crazy part. <laughs> but then again, wow. Scott Steiner is a highly educated man from the University of Michigan. I'm I'm, I'm so curious, like, if he freestyled that or if he actually worked out the calculations in the back. Like, I want to know how that, like, then set inception of that you know what I mean yeah that's a good question <laughs> oh man well, I'm gonna guess like yeah. most good wrestling promos yeah he worked it out in the car <laughs> oh in the car is like the spot that's the spot hysterical you driving hey, down be- the road and you know you get that idea in your head and you turn down the radio and you just start talking but I wonder if he if also if he like brought it up to the agents and well, I think it was with TNA yeah, it'd be like yeah. alright you want me to say you know, uh, when I get out there, he just like kept it to himself, you know, and just busted out right there. I feel like Stein is the kind of guy that just busted out right there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to the Bloodline 2023, possibly Rock Roman. Um, 
which might, might actually do might happen because uh, there haven't been uh, unfortunately Black Adam did not turn out to be the success that um, Rock was looking for. Uh, it only made about three fifty, I believe, worldwide three hundred fifty million, which in which is great for like any other like indie movie. But uh, if you're behind the DC now comic book trade, uh, it's not right. And I guess they spent a lot of money on that movie. With reshoots. Technically, if they didn't reshoot it, they would have made uh, money off. Because I think the original budget was like less than $200 million. Uh, It was like 150 something like that. But with the reshoots, it was like an extra 250 So, yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. So, But I'd be curious to know what the original cut. Maybe the original cut might have been better. But then they said when they test screen it, the test screen did not come out initially with positive reviews as well. So, that's why they did the reshoot. So yeah, I can see that. But it's not, you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, but then again, sometimes, you know, if you know, if hopefully with the Rock, he'd be able, to, you know, take this L on the chin, come back stronger. Uh, I mean, he's somewhat been stretching himself uh, in regards to like movies and tequila and XFL and like he's just all over the place. Like I don't know how the man sleeps. Right. I don't know. You know, I don't know how he does. Like it's just. There's only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> 365 in a year. Like, that, that's a lot of, you know, a lot of time. And then you got kids you got to look after. For sure. Uh, uh, you know, uh, so, but yeah, maybe he might use this time to, you know, he could do a promo, uh, 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 you know, Roman WrestleMania, whatever new movie has, uh, uh, you know, coming out to get some more eyes on it. Who knows? Um, yeah, it'd be but, interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know we saw uh, Black Adam, and I thought the movie wasn't too bad. It was a good popcorn flick, you know what I'm saying? Totally, um, totally. for what it was, you know, what it, I felt like it was what it was what it was supposed to be. Yeah, superhero movies aren't supposed to be Oscar worthy. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, uh, the only I I want to say negative, but like I've been noticing now with especially with Rock's movies that like I don't really see the character that he's playing. I just see the Rock. Yeah, I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I would have so, to agree. Yeah, because a lot of his his characters are pretty much one dimensional. Right, he's he's pretty much just the Rock, like in a different <laughs> different outfit. Yeah, like I just recently saw the rundown. I was like, oh, this was I enjoyed it because maybe he wasn't him as much. I guess. Yeah, yeah. When he was still trying to be like a serious actor. Yes, yes. And then did you ever see that movie Sunland Sunland Tales? Yes. So strange. Pimps do not commit suicide. I still don't get that. That was a weird movie. Yeah, whoever made that was on a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah. But uh soul, but um not a soldier. <laughs> Speaking of the rock, uh his daughter is now uh as a new new jack in the in the promotion. Uh yes. um Shout I out her, to her, Ava Rain. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, um, she's now the third, fourth generation. Yeah, fourth generation. Because you got uh, Peter Maivia, Rocky Johnson, Rock. Yes, that's four. Yep. So is that a first, or is this has it been four generations before? Um, I feel like there has been four generations before, but I'm trying to think of who it was. Okay. Uh, Because Orton's third generation. Correct. Um, let's see. 
Yeah, off the top of my head, I'm not sure. It's okay. probably some kind of Samoan that's a fourth generation. I was about to say, Kishi kids, what generation? Are they third as well? I feel like they're third. Okay. I feel okay. like. Yeah, so she might be the first then. Possibly. And technically she is Samoan. True, true. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'd be curious to know, you know, how how she does. It's always interesting to see nepotism in the uh, uh, wrestling world. But uh, <laughs> sure. speaking of nepotism, I don't know if you saw today's Twitter uh, at the Mysterio household. I didn't see it, but I, I did uh, read the headline. Yes. Um, apparently, Dominic and Rhea showed up at uh, yep. for Christmas. They originally showed up for Thanksgiving. That didn't turn out so well. Uh, Christmas was no different. <laughs> okay, okay. Did um so so Thanksgiving? I, I was very confused why the family didn't help. Right? <laughs> did, did anybody try to help this time? Like uh, the police came. The police. Came. All right. Well, that's good at least. <laughs> and both times, it's funny. Uh, they, they almost caught Ray uh, while his mask, but he did eventually put it on with the quickness. <laughs> so you got you to keep got to keep the kayfabe alive. Absolutely, you know, you gotta believe that Ray Mysterio walks around his house wearing his mask on the holidays. <laughs> It'd be more, <laughs> yeah. He takes a shower with the mask on. Right. <laughs> so you know, uh, yeah. So, but uh, I, I mean, Dominic. He was, all right. I, I when he was tagging with um Ray, good matches against um uh, Seth and uh, Buddy Matthews. They had great tag matches. You know when he went on the singles run, I was like, yeah, I'm, these are bathroom matches right now. But now that he's with um Judgment Day, Judgment not, yeah Judgment Day, yeah, yep. And he's with uh, Rhea, and they got their whole little relation thing. I'm sort of somewhat digging him slightly. Okay. Slightly. You know? I'm not going out to see his matches, but his like bustedness, like backstage promos, I'm all for. I feel you. I feel you on that. Especially when he beats up uh, Ray <laughs> <laughs> at various family functions, right? Which I like too because they have the whole family. Like uh, at, the, at the Christmas one, they had like the grandfather. You know, his mother came out. It's like it's it's. it's Wait, did the grandfather have his mask on? No, 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 no. Uh, I think it is, might be his mother's father. Oh, okay. So uh, that would have been hilarious. Like all the men, the Mysterio men have, right? Like, <laughs> Except for Dominic. Yeah, yeah. Which, maybe that's why Dominic's so angry. He didn't get a mask. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's just funny when they catch the camera and Ray's quickly tying up. Sometimes he doesn't even tie up the mask. It's all untied. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, well, it'd be interesting if they like do other like family holidays like <laughs> that they attack each other but yeah Yo, um, can you imagine like Valentine's Day raise on a date with his wife and Dominic and Rhea are on the, at the same restaurant like attack them <laughs> 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 or like uh, like a Kintiera or something like that <laughs> yeah right like... <laughs> you know Cinco de Mayo like <laughs> for real uh, but yeah, this thing, this recap has been seen has seemed to be a very WWE heavy recap. So I'm just curious. Like, I know you're the AEW man. Has there been any recap that you saw with AEW? I mean, we discussed the Punk stuff. Um, you know, <laughs> <One thing>. that's <laughs> and I mean, I guess the big well, no, this has been a big year for uh, a lot of battles. a lot of injuries. 
A lot um, of injuries. Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam Cole's still out. Yep. Um, who else? Yeah, a lot of injuries going on. Uh, well, CM Punk. What's that? CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk out injured as well. Which, uh, uh, most of the time due to his non-athleticism. Wow. Well, I mean, you, you saw when he jumped off the, what was it, like the the, the fan rail and injured his knee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now, you can't. I, I mean, I don't think that's an easy jump to make. It's it was, I think it was like two feet off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have like osteoporosis, like brittle bones and like Mr. Glass. Wow, wow, the disrespect. The disrespect. <laughs> uh, who else was injured? I feel like there was a lot of um, folks that were injured. Uh, AW, I feel like. Yeah, Dante Martin's brother was injured most of the year. Dante Martin was injured most of the year. Okay. Um, who else was out injured? A lot of people were out injured at various points. John yeah. Moxley was in rehab for a while. Yeah, yeah, but that was more of a substance. Right, right. Um, yeah. Speaking of, and I mean, not to take from AEW and go back to WWE, but Matt Riddle. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the most recent um, situation. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I found I'm interesting that WWE doesn't mind if you get test test positive for marijuana. Yeah, that's been okay for a while now. Really? Uh, thank you, Randy Orton. So when? How long has that been active? At least five years. Really? That long? Yeah. So even Vince was cool with that. Yes. Uh, again, thank you, Randy Orton. Why he was testing negative uh, positive for that? Yeah, so Randy Orton literally uh, would, would every year because like every year you reset, I guess. Yeah. And, and at the beginning of the year, he would be like, "How many times are we testing this year?" And they'd be like, "Oh, this many times." And he'd be like, "Here's the money up front for my weed fines." Oh, okay, okay, all right. And, and then he's uh, his money. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then finally they they were just like, you know what, this is stupid, like. Because Orton's failing the test all the time, they're not going to do anything to him about it. He knows it. Like, he's, and okay. so now, now you're setting a bad thing with other guys if you, you know, punish them in some kind of way. Okay. And well, so then, yeah, they just they can bring back RVD now, right? Well, no, because <laughs> he wouldn't pass the concussion protocol. Oh, he got concussed a lot of times. Yeah, he's uh, he's in bad shape. Really? Is he yeah. so rest- retired? I. Th- Feel like he occasionally wrestles. Okay. And, like and the any big promotions or mostly the indies? No, just indies. Okay, all right. With um with back to riddle, so is he going to rehab or what yeah, the room, rumor is WWE told him if he doesn't go to rehab, he's fired. So I think okay. he's going to rehab. Smart move. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, okay. Yeah, crazy crazy stuff there. Okay. Um I'm trying to think of uh, going back to AEW. Uh, any other highlights that I remember? Um, oh, MJF, um, all of his stuff this year, and he's now the AEW Heavyweight Champion. Good for him. Yeah, good for, good for him. him. Yeah, he won the, the interim championship. No, no, it was Moxley that won the interim championship. Uh, okay, okay. And yeah, uh, MJF beat Moxley. Okay, okay. With the help of William Regal, who's now gone. Yes, who is now gone? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this, this year in wrestling has been like, like the most I've seen of like folks leaving and then appearing on different things, like back and forth, back and forth. Seriously, um, and the rumor with Regal is uh, there's all sorts of rumors going around with Regal. 
But uh, they're saying that Khan granted him his release, but gave him a one-year no-compete. Okay. Uh, but basically, he can still work for WWE. He just can't appear on their TV. Why? Well, yeah, and the reason why he wanted to come over, because apparently like, his son wrestles for, uh, for NXT, I want to say. Or yeah. one move for WWE. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. What, uh, what his I name guess is? he was in NXT UK previously. You know what his name is? I do not. Uh, okay. I might Google, like, William Rigo wrestle son and see. So, like, be curious to know if, if he's good or not. I even yeah. know Rigo had it. Yeah, I didn't either um, until all this came out. But I was like, oh, Thanks. all right. Yeah, and then that, that, they're old enough to be wrestlers. Like, that's even crazy. Right. But, you know, keep that on the low low. For sure. You know, I, mean, um, I, I guess, uh, you know, all these guys that were before the internet was big. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um... What else? Uh, did Danielson get injured this year? Uh, did who get injured? Danielson. Um, yes. Yeah, he had a concussion thing this year. Okay. Uh, he was out for a small period. Okay. Um, oh, my man, Mike Drastic, um, a.k.a. Santana of Pride and Powerful. Um, he blew out his ACL. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. He, uh, in LAX, they broke up, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're no longer a tandem. They are not. Uh, no, no, no. Which is unfortunate. Very, very. Uh, but, all right. Well, that's, uh, I guess, the recap of AEW. Um, I guess before we you know, sign off, your own personal recap in your uh, wrestling career. What did you think of uh, 2022? Um, 2022 was a uh, rebuilding year for Osiris. But it yeah, was a, uh, had some situations with promotions as well. Yes, tandems, um, and uh, yeah, and some kind of funny, you know, funny stuff. But uh, yeah, twenty twenty two was all about kind of just rebuilding uh, up Osiris, uh, you know, physically, um, getting back into wrestling shape and being ready. Was, to yeah, this year, you injured your knee, or was it last year? Technically, it was last year. Um, oh. It was November 2021. Okay. And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, my knee was hurt for a couple months after that. So into this year, but, uh, but I've been good, um, you know, on that regards, knock on wood there. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm physically like reaching my peak. Um, 2012 was my best year physically. And I think 2023 is going to be better than that. What was Uh, the, um, what was your weight in twenty 2020, twenty in twenty twelve? Twenty twelve, I was one hundred and ninety pounds, seven percent body fat. Okay. And uh, my goal for twenty twenty three is going to be over two hundred pounds, under ten percent body fat. Oof. Yeah, that's that's, that's a task, especially it is a task. You know, as we get older, you know, it's harder to results don't come as easy as you know they once did. Very true, very true. So uh, one thing I've learned this year, it definitely takes a lot more discipline than it used to. Yep. Um, I used to be able to get away with fast food and junk food more often. Uh, yep. Now it's like I've got to like just completely cut it out when I want to try to look good. Um, do you do you um, subscribe to the whole uh, Marco? Um, uh, you, um, is Marco, Marco Polo? No, uh, um, for your foods and uh, macro. That's what macros. I'm saying. Yeah, macros. Are, are you subscribe to that? Um, I believe in it. I don't subscribe to it. Got you. Got you. Uh, so for mm-hmm. myself right now, I'm doing um, a modified carnivore diet. Okay. Um, 
So I eat mainly meat uh, and a little bit of fruit. Okay. Um, okay. But but yeah. So uh, so my current diet because of that, I don't track the macros. Right. Um, I don't really need to. Um, I roughly eat uh, about two pounds of, of meat a day. Okay. Um, and I know if I hit that, I'm hitting what I need to hit. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I guess going forward for next year, were there any things in 2022 that you, wrestling-wise, that you want to approve upon or that you or any goals that you want to hit that you didn't hit this year? Yeah, uh, there were no goals that I had for this year. Okay. Uh, 2022. Um, okay. It was really kind of a go-as-I-go kind of thing. Okay. But for 2023, I do have some goals uh, that I want to accomplish. Yep. Um, the weight, I know you said over 200, 10% body fat. That was yeah, one goal. Yep, that, that's a physical goal. And then wrestling-wise, yep. uh, yep. I want to wrestle for some top promotions. Okay. Um, and I want to I want to win some championships. It's, uh, okay. it's been a while since Osiris has been the champ. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. And I know uh, I missed the last episode, couple episodes uh, in regards to Diary of a Matman. Yes, yes. So, uh, to close out, I will read uh, January 28th, uh, 2004. So uh, a month and 20... No, not 20. 18 years ago. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's a long entry, so I might have to paraphrase some of this. <laughs> well, you know what? Hold up. Hold up. Let's let's save that then for next for uh, the next episode. We, we've gone a couple without it, but I because I've got something that I want to close out the episode with actually that uh, is very fitting. I think okay. for, for today's episode. I can dig it. I can dig it. Cool. 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 Take down range. So, yes, so I want to close things out today with uh, a little thing that I saw on the internet. Um, This is from nodq.com. And uh, they, it says they provide WWE and AEW coverage. And they posted uh, last night, Twas the Night Before Pro Wrestling Christmas. And uh, I think this will be appropriate to close out with today. Yes, it is. Yes, will. Here we go. Put the night before pro wrestling Christmas, when all throughout the arena, not a wrestling box was stirring, not even stiff shots from Athena. The title belts were hung above the ring with care, with hopes that the Wall Street Journal won't announce another Vince McMahon affair. Mandy Rose had her camera set up right by her bed, as uploaded content caused her termination from a contract she misread though most wrestling fans have no problem with what mandy posted as they flap they stick up the arses of wwe and mattel executives was about to snap behind cm punk's locker room door arose such a clatter it was the aew evps knocking because they believed that words matter tony khan's television ratings were soon about to crash as he realized that it was CM Punk who truly drew the cash. Dave Meltzer and his Observer Boys once thought they were in the know, but their biases towards Tony and their California indie heroes began to show. When what my wondering eyes did Sean Sean Ross Sapp appear, 
for he officially became the number one news insider and took over Dave's career. For many years, Sami Zayn's in ring work made people sick, but put him with jackass or bloodline groups, he'll show you some tricks. There are too many WWE talents on the roster rotting, and that's a shame. Because with some creative freedom and better coaching, you never know what a talent could have became. Now Drew, now Kevin, now Logan and Brock. On Sheamus, on Riddle, on AJ and The Rock. Roman Reigns needs new opponents instead of what is thrown at the wall. But will Cody Rhodes be the one who will stand tall? Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan have replaced Vince McMahon and told Vince goodbye. But if Vince McMahon flashes that majority shareholder status, they'll have to comply. Triple H's talent signings have been failures and caused many fans to say, whoo, as the success of any released wrestler is doing well outside the WWE has been a few. And then on top of the arena, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, that the momentum that AEW once had with CM Punk went up in the air like poof. It was in the WWE where CM Punk's career was buried and drowned that AEW should have known that their antics wouldn't cause a bitter CM Punk to last or be around. Tony's AEW promotion became tarnished with ashes and soot as his creative ideas were about as smart as an a-hole on a foot. Booker of the Year, he was once proclaimed by Observer-loving hacks, and yet it's only WWE's awful creative ideas that Dave and Brian try to attack. Ronda's eyes, how they twinkled, but appeared as if she fell face-first into a bush of blueberries, and wrestling fans kept tweeting, fire Ronda Rousey, with excitement as if they were about to burst someone's cherry. Yet here fans were, still paying for tickets or watching shows, Despite all of the crying, wrestling fans still gave WWE their money and refused to go. Wrestling fans are addicted to the WWE, as if they did meth and didn't care how it ruined their teeth. And they keep telling us that kayfabe is dead, despite the rest of the world unwilling to suspend disbelief. Meanwhile, wrestlers reveal everything on social media, as well as showing more than just their belly, being ironic 10 years later after mocking the antics of Kelly Kelly. Wrestlers love exposing the wrestling business as if it helps him or herself, yet magicians never reveal their tricks because it will place their career on a shelf. By exposing too many secrets, wrestlers think that it gives them attention to get ahead, yet they don't realize how many nails they are driving into wrestling's coffin to make it become dead. When Vince McMahon's sex scandals came out, he spoke not a word and went straight back to work. And he tried to appear on the shows as if nothing happened, but more stories came out to prove that Vince was a jerk. For many years, Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis were having affairs right under our nose, as many financial settlements and NDAs finally caused the toxic WWE work environment to be exposed. As I spring up to my desk, to write another column that is like arming a missile, I cannot retire with all of these breaking headlines that force me to reconsider my dismissal. I'll try again, but WWE and AEW's drama makes me want to write, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. And that is from the good folks, uh, Mr. Tito at NoDQ.com.
I can dig it. I can dig <laughs> it. Yes, yes. Well, on that note, if you want to, if you want to take us out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, before, before you do, anything on the water jug? Yes, actually, uh, today's water jug. What does today's water jug say? Oh, I am madly in anger with you. That doesn't sound very festive, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but it's 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 a great Metallica line. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, I was listening to the song yesterday, and I was just like, oh, like I. I don't know why. I just like that line a lot. Like, <laughs> All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. But yeah, take us out, my friend. <laughs> like we always do about this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Christmas season. It's Christmas Day. You're listening to this. And uh, you could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. And for that, we appreciate you. We love you. We hope that you have a great day, week, month, even your year. As you know, we'll be there for you. Um <laughs> With another episode of Before the Three Count, I'm scrambling to find a bell because, uh, you know, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to have to make do like I am the guy from Police Academy today. So on that note, everybody, until next time, we'll see you, I guess, probably next year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll see you all next year. One, two, three.